Conrad Hilton once said, success seems to be connected with action. Successful people keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. Colin Powell said, there are no secret to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Guys, everyone should have a process in life. You should have a habit, a ritual, something that you do to be successful in life. Follow the process and make shit happen. Welcome to part two of episode number 10 of Make Shit Happen with Warren Broadnecks. Without further ado, let's jump into this interview with Warren Broadnecks. So we are back with part two of the interview with Warren Broadnecks. Warren, thank you for being over here. I really appreciate no it. We had a great part one. Uh, Warren, let's talk about uh, what's next for She's Happy Here. Um, just besides, besides you trying to take over the United States. Right, right. Um, I'm hoping uh, just expanding this Walmart right now, man. That's what I'm really focused on is really capitalizing on this Walmart opportunity that we got that and just being more ingrained in the culture. Warren, do you do you, do you ship like anywhere? Like if, if someone is in like if my if someone comes over here and say, oh, you know what? My auntie lives in uh, Washington. Can you ship it to Washington yeah. or something like that? Yeah, we ship all over the world. You ship sure. all over the world. All over the world. Perfect. Now, I, you know, we know there's a She's Happy Foundation. Yes. Tell me a little bit about She's Happy Foundation. From day one, when we started She's Happy Hair, we just felt obligated to give back. Okay. Um, because this is the community that made us. You know, we, we're nothing without our customers. And uh, we know that our customers, a lot of times, they don't have it, but they found a way to get this commodity that we sell. So we've always felt obligated to give back to the community that made us. So from year one, before we officially made it a foundation, we've always did give backs in the city. Now, the She's Happy Foundation, I founded in 2018. Uh, we do about seven give backs annually. Okay. Um, we'll do a back to school give back where we'll purchase over a thousand backpacks. Each city that we're in, we'll give them the kids. We'll fill them up with supplies. We'll do a breast cancer brunch where we basically um, pay homage to women who are currently going through breast cancer, survivors mm-hmm. of breast cancer, and uh, fallen angels of breast cancer. Uh, we'll do on Christmas time, we'll turn our stores into a, basically a Christmas playhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, that Saturday before Christmas, we'll have a chocolate Santa at the store. We'll give away free bikes, free toys. Um, we usually do the She's Happy, Happy Experience. That's like I give back to our customers. We do that in January mm-hmm. or February. Well, we'll basically get a lot of local stylists. It's like twofold for that one. So we'll it's, it's a chance for local stylists who support us to come and work with us and show their talents for free. So the community, the community can come to this event for free. They can get the hair done for free, makeup for free, and uh, usually some type of entertainment. And then for Easter, what we do is we rent out Krista Adair Park in here in Houston, over like 50,000 uh, Easter eggs. And that's basically based around single moms who don't have a place to bring their kids for Easter. Mm-hmm. You can bring them to She's Happy uh our fun day in the park is what we call it. We provide the Easter eggs. We provide the baskets. We provide the food just to get that joy back oh, to the man, community. That's awesome. Now, uh, that's just all self-funded? Uh, no. When we got the 5013C. Okay. So we uh, usually find some corporate partners to help us out as well. Perfect. Prior to that, it was all self-funded. It was all self-funded. Now, if someone wants to, someone who's here, he was listening to this and they're might want to donate it. Do you have like something on your website? I mean, yes, yes. They can go to uh, the she's happy foundation.org okay. Okay. or they can go Facebook. You can look up the, the she's happy foundation and uh, you can donate there. We're always looking for donations, help volunteers. And it's spelled how she S H E S H A P P Y foundation. Right. Perfect. So she's is S H E S. Yes. Right. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. No. Perfect. Now I know you're a busy man, Warren. 
I mean, you know, you're saying your day starts at 7.30 a.m. That's what you had told us. Right. And it finishes at 1.30, 2.30, whatever it is. How do you find time for Warren besides after everybody goes to sleep and you're reading for 30, 35 minutes? I mean, during the day, do you sometimes feel overwhelmed and you're like, man, I got to take a little breather? I mean, I mean, how? what do you do? Tell me. Um, How do you find sanity sometimes? Man, working out, honestly. I think that's that, that really helps, uh, working out for sure. So, um. Now that my gym kind of closed, I'm back working out with my trainers at Congo, uh -huh. which, uh, you know, you know, when you work out with a trainer, uh, sometimes it's, it's an expense, but they kill you. Yeah. And uh, keep you motivated. Yeah, they keep you motivated and just the energy. And I worked out with uh, my guys. Actually, I just started back working out with them this week. They hit me up Saturday and uh -huh. was like, hey, man, uh, you know, we share motivation all the time. Let's just work out Saturday. Randomly hit me Saturday. and like, let's just work out. Shot me an address. And uh we actually worked out at Tilman Fertitta's house. Oh, wow. Crazy, man. Crazy. Uh -huh. So just the motivation to be, and at my team, I make all of my managers read. Did like, you get the, did you take a tour of the of No, the no. I just worked out and got out of there. I was motivated enough just by seeing that. Who was it? Was it, uh, was Tilman in there? His son his was son, there? His son. We worked out with his Patrick. sons. Work out with, yeah, Patrick works out with my okay. guys. They yeah. uh, work out at the What's the name of the guys? Uh, Dose and uh, Taj. Oh, for Dose and Taj. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. For Dose Khan and Taj Khan. They yeah. work at the Post Oak. Yeah, 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 yeah. They trained James Harden. Those are my guys, man. Yeah. So um, so I get back in there with those guys, man, and the energy is just infectious, man. You know, no matter how bad the day beats me down, you get in there with them, man, they build you up, they kill you. They kill yeah. your body. Matter of fact, I uh, interviewed uh, Cruz, uh, Cruz Gaj, who talked a lot about them. Uh, you know, he dressed like the Batman. I don't know if you've seen Cruz. I was watching that interview this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Cruz is, uh, you know, and Cruz uh, does work out with them, too. They're good friends, and he, he always talks about them. So, I might, one day, I might I might be able to get one of those, uh, both of those guys. You should, on the man. Podcast. You should. They're great people, yeah, man. They're good people. So, so that's good. Now, now, tell me something. Do you like to travel? I mean, your family? Do you like to travel with family? Do you like to travel alone? I mean, tell me a little bit. Well, I'm traveling so much usually for business alone, you know, because we're so far out. So I'm usually, you know, once a week or once every other week, I'm usually checking on a store or handling some business in Atlanta or handling some business in Detroit or handling some business yeah, but in what, Dallas. I'm, when I say travel, I mean travel for, for, for leisure. Fun, right. fun. For leisure, usually I'm bringing the family. I, okay. I don't have time to travel by myself. And I think uh, growing up, I didn't get a chance to, I didn't leave Texas until Houston until really I went to boot camp. Uh -huh. So I'm really big on making those um, memories for my kids. Yeah. That's one thing I'm big about. So I think uh, this year we went on our family vacation. We went to Malibu. Oh man, yeah, awesome. Man, it was you went uh, to the beach? Yeah, we went to the beach man now we got the cheapest beach house ever it was like the cheapest was split the yeah. airbnb but just for my boys to just see how big the world is now luckily i don't think i was working that time usually they end up my family vacation is usually around work <laughs> work so usually like i'm working at a seminar or a convention and then we'll do family stuff yeah, like yeah. at nighttime i, I can share the pain <laughs> yeah I yeah for a long time. yes man so that's usually our family vacation is when i gotta work somewhere so how do how do people find you or your services? You know when they are. First of all, you know what? Let me let me cross that question. Let's get back over there. But I know there's there's something you did. Uh, you create you put a lot of content on Instagram yes. at one time. Yes. And 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 I know I had met the guy who was recording you. He told me that y'all did this 90, 95 days intense thing. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell yeah. me what. Tell me tell me what did you do about the content? Why did you do it? And how did you do it? Well, so it's a uh, it started off as just a ninety day journey, and we did it last year. I met um, Dante. Um, I met him Dante January first. I had a meeting with his mom. He was there as a cameraman, and I wanted to really get 
my uh, platform out just to inspire other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. because I think it's just a big misunderstanding of what it really takes to be successful at business. So I was like, let me just show people how hard it really is because they only see a store and think that you're making millions of dollars <laughs> or if you are making millions of dollars, think it's all going in your pocket and like, you know, not taxes and everything else that, that comes along with it. So I ran, I had a meeting with Grace last year, 2019, January 1st and uh, met Dante on that day. And uh, we started kind of planning out basically how to launch this platform to inspire in aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh -huh. And uh, from a conversation that morning on January 1st, it was like, you know what? You guys should just record the next 90 days. And uh, I make impulsive decisions fast. So I was like, <laughs> forget it, man. Let's go with it. So for the next 95 days, we spent probably 12 to 14 hours a day together. And uh, I mean, he was a trooper, you know, because we he wake up with me, meet me at the office in the morning. He'd sit on my passenger side and I'd literally, we just run. It wasn't anything planned. I wasn't sitting down, stopping. Most of the time, you'll see the footage if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook, Warren Broadnax. I mean, literally, I'm driving. I never stopped my day to create the content. He just came along with me and I just gave all the inspiration I possibly could. And uh, last year, the reaction was like ridiculous. So where can people find that content? They can find it right now. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, you can find it on my Instagram. I'm actually relaunching it. So I'm living every day right now on Instagram again. Okay. So every day I'm dropping the footage from last year in succession. So January 8th, 2019, this year, January 8th of 2020, that video comes out. Uh -huh. And it kind of helps me stay in alignment of my goals because I talk so much about my so goals. So you put that on Instagram, you put that on YouTube. And Facebook. And Facebook. And Facebook. On any of those platforms, Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N, Broadnax, B-R-O-A-D-N-A-X. And you can watch those, but um, people are seeing what it takes. So you wanted to make sure you want to see, inspire people, give them, tell them exactly what that means. Tell me, for people who are watching this, listening to this, you know, tips for entrepreneurs, what kind of message you have for the inspiring entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs? Like, you know, who, because people, when they when they get the success, it goes to their head. And, you know, they think you're selling a million dollars and they think all that million dollars is supposed to go to your pocket. Right, right. right. And they, they don't think about taxes, don't think about the rent, and they don't think about the overhead. And, and they, like we talked about in part one, they go fancy. Tell me what kind of message you'll have for them. Um, my number, I always give like two rules or two like pieces of advice to every entrepreneur. Number one is you just got to be fearless. You know, um, I think all the time people, especially who want to start, they're scared, you know, and they think that the people who did start wasn't scared to start or isn't scared to run every day because you don't know what you don't know. So number one, like to be an entrepreneur, you absolutely have to be fearless. You mm -hmm. got to go. You can put together a plan as much as you can, but per perfection doesn't exist. You just got to go out there and get some trial and error. That's the first one. Number two is you got to be relentless, you know, uh, because you fail so much uh -huh. and you lose so much. And every day is a lot, you know, so you got to be relentless. Um, every day and just wake up and go at it. You can never give up. You know, I tell people all the time, you probably got what it take, but it's going to take everything you got. <laughs> and you got to be willing to give every single thing in you. And if you're not, it's just not the trek for you. I don't believe it is. And uh, like you said earlier, you know, stay humble at the end of the day. Stay humble. You know, um, like you said, everything's good when that hamster wheel is rolling, but yeah. it don't take very much to break that wheel. Um, and you'll be surprised how big wheels have been before when you talk to people who've done it. And it's broke overnight and you don't know. I mean, we see Toys R Us. I think I just seen yesterday, Borden has filed bankruptcy, right? And these are companies we thought would live forever. Yeah. Things, companies Peer, we Peer One Import filed bankruptcy. Right. So yeah. it's like, 
at any given time, you got to know this thing. You can't take it for granted because it can be gone tomorrow. Exactly. So you just definitely got to do that for sure. So rent, be be fearless and be relentless. I tell it to every. And then you said be humble, which is which is something one of my principles. Tell me your point of view about humility, because there's people. You know, that's it, man. I can't be humble. I got to tell them what I got. You know, I got to I got to be I got to be iced out, man. I got to have, you know, all my stuff right here. You know, I got to drive that Bentley. I got I I need them people to know where I came from, where I'm at now. I want to shut them haters down. What is your man? I, point I, of the humility? <laughs> I'm not worried about nobody. I know you man. know some of those, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, man. You sound like so many people I know, man. Uh, ridiculously, man. I, you um, living for that, man. You're going to be broke. You're going to be broke, you know, and, and people are going to see you, you know, and that's always been one of my fears is like if I live that and care about what people think, what are you going to do when you take those L's? Because they go come, yeah. you know, that Bentley's go get repossessed. You're going to have to go and downgrade. And if you're living off the satisfaction of off of somebody else applauding you or you shining on people, man, that thing is it, false. You know, it's yeah. like Instagram, you know, it's filtered up. No, I, I think what matters most is taking care of your business and taking care of your family. That's all that really matters to me, man. As long as my family's happy, my boys are happy, and they're seeing what it takes to be a man. Uh, that's all that matters to me. All of those people that do that, those are the same people. If you watch them long enough, all of that stuff will uh, fade, yeah. and they'll be stretching that Gucci belt for eight years <laughs> with like stitching in and still trying to show it off, man. And, and you know what? I mean, we and a lot of people don't take lessons from these billionaires. You know, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, um, Dell. Uh, you know, uh, even even the uh, even the guy from Apple, uh, Steve Jobs. I mean, they were all they all were humbled. I right. mean, you know, they lived, they kept their overhead low. I mean, even Tillman Fertitta, you just talked about it. I mean, you know, every time I see him, he's wearing the black T-shirt with right. the black blazer sometimes and some jeans. And I mean, so I mean, it's not about being fancy or being crazy. Uh, I was listening to Steve Madden, um, a podcast with Steve Madden the other day, and he said. I always make moves just so that I won't go out of business every day. Right. Every day. $3.7 billion shoe company, Steve Madden, you know, who's a staple. I mean, you know, you, you grew up with Steve yeah, Madden yeah, shoes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, I mean, this thing, this company is selling $3.7 billion shoes. And he says, well, I do it. I run it so I don't go out of business every day. That's the okay. mentality. You got to stay home. That's the mentality. So someone asked Steve Madden, what's the most fanciest shoe you have, you own? And he said to Johnson and Murphy, the guy who's worth $3.7 billion, say he wears $150 shoes. That's the most expensive shoes he owns. So, I mean, you know, we got we to gotta all take a lesson of being humble. And humility is very, very important, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Because when life shuts you down, hum, you know, your humility right. and being humble is the only thing. Tell me something. I interviewed recently another uh, entrepreneur, and he said, you know, you you gotta you, you gotta be people businesses come businesses fail ventures come ventures fail right i always believe in money come money goes okay there's a couple of things that stay for you for forever with you forever what do you think like what are some of the things you'll say stay forever with uh, you? i think family man family is family is definitely the most important to me man the kids you know, my family, wife. Yeah, family yeah. is definitely important. And, and and your morals. 
you know morals tell me about morals tell me a little bit about that family and morals um let's stretch on that for, yeah. for people so they can hear how important family is and how important morals is i i think i think at the end of the day man like you said businesses come and business failing you and when you talk to people at the highest level of businesses they treat them like it's nothing right yeah. it's, it's, it's just an opportunity up i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna sell it i'm gonna flip the return <laughs> and if you get too caught up in the facades and all of this and not understanding that that business is eventually gonna fail or you gonna sell it or you gonna move on you know, you'll kind of put the energy into what's most important. Yeah. And I feel like that's families and morals, you know, who you are as a person. Once you sell that business or once you lose all of those physical things that you thought that really mattered to you, once you lose all of that, what really makes you is who you are as a person. And that humility and that morals and how you treat people go a lot longer than okay. anything else. Treat people with respect. Treat, treat people how you want to be treated because... They'll remember how you treated them the first time when you had the money. Exactly. And, and you want to be treated the same way when you don't have the money. Right. Love that, man. Love that. So tell me, decision-making, everyday decision-making in Warren Broadneck's life, how, how does, I mean, how do you balance work and family, being partners with another individual, having your team, making decisions in your company, making decisions on how what you eat, where does that come from? Um, man, I don't know. You got to have some type of moral compass. I think that, that that matters. Anytime with the business, I try my best to get feedback from the team because I, I mean, I'm I understand that I don't I don't see it all. You know, I was reading uh, I don't know what I was reading, what book I was reading the other day, but it was like the CEO of a company. You you never have a full vision of what's going on because if your company's going, because there's so many different things. So before I'm gonna make a decision with the company, I'm going to call all my trusted advisors and run it by them and, and get their input. Of course, I'm the decision maker at the end of the day, but I'm never just going to, I got the power. I'm going to make the decision. Right. And that's something I had to also learn in marriage. You uh -huh. know, uh, you know, you don't make too many calls without your wife, you know, point blank. Well, over period. there, you're, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then you're really not the last decision maker at all anyway. Yeah. Um, so just, uh, again, I guess that goes back to humility. Um, just respecting everybody around you. And uh, not taking yourself too seriously, you know, and understanding that you don't have it all figured out. And there's so much you can learn from everybody. What drives Warren Broadnecks? What wakes him up in the morning and say, let's get out of house, let's get out of the house and let's go to work? Uh, being better. Just being better. Um, just understanding that my kids, you can't, kids watch what you do, not what you say. So I got to live it. When is know? enough enough? I don't think it's ever going to be enough, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to be enough. I don't, cause I don't, I don't have a, 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 a goal of sitting on the island, hanging out. I, that, I, that doesn't really push me. Like I'm a hard driver. So what, what is it? Is it, is it, is it not goals? So what is it? A potential? Is it? I, it, it's some facility. I think I'm just going to work for the rest of my life. Now I would like to decide the terms on which I work <laughs> eventually. Slow it down. Eventually. Yeah, slow it down. Once, once you have, you know, uh, some kind of ground, stable ground. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and that's all great. You know, morals, the, the the ethics, the humility and everything else. But I mean, just some at some time you got to think about, man, everything is going on. I got a family. I got everything. How do I stay grounded? There's people coming from me at every angle. I mean, you know, and for and I'm just asking this for other entrepreneurs who are, who are you know, does it, does it get overwhelming sometimes? You said it's lonely, and we have heard people say it's lonely at the top. And I mean, you know, people you're growing up with, you know, they sometimes say, man, Warren thinks his shit doesn't stink. I mean, you know, how do you stay grounded? I mean, you know, and I, 
I, I want to know that from you. I mean, you know, I'm always learning from, right. from other people. I, I think you, you just got to know who you are and you got to focus on what you want in life at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, everybody, you'll, you'll get lost in the sauce. You'll get lost in, oh, man, I got a piece to everybody to show them who I, I'm still that guy I used to yeah. be. And I got to tell the team I'm this. And I got to, you got to kind of know who you are and where you want to go. And you got to continue to evolve. You know, that's one thing that that's why reading is so important to me. Education is so important to me because I have to continue to evolve and become a better Warren. And the more time I dedicate to going to seminars, the more time I dedicate to spending time with people like you to, to pick your brain, you know, I can't hang out for fun or appease to people and i don't give them that energy i just try my best to stay grounded by sticking around people who give me positive energy does it bother you that when you lose people that you cared about or on in transition no it okay. don't i mean i love them from afar i, uh, I don't i don't fair, wish fair, bad fair on enough. anybody so warren what is in warren's future is the book in warren's future is the show on i mean a podcast or is a tv show or Um, you know, you, you're making this uh, uh, Instagram videos and YouTube about life worn. I mean, is is there anything else? I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I want the book for sure. I'm almost done with my book. Okay. Um, well, it, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. It's just basically just a mindset. It, it's, it's ideally the mindset. I haven't came up with a name already uh, all the way, but I kind of wrote it for the most is part. Is it last more like self-help, entrepreneurial? It's self-help, entrepreneur. Just keeping that mindset of entrepreneurship because it's tough. You got to have a mindset of like, I'm going to go. You got to have that Steve Madden mindset. It'll lose. I'll lose it tomorrow if I don't yeah. get out here and get it. And I think if you don't have that mindset every day when you wake up like, I got to go get it, Otherwise, I lose it. Yeah, you'll, oh, you, oh, oh, you'll relax and you will lose it. You'll think it, it, it won't. You won't. You'll think it's impossible. Oh, I'm so great. I, just because I'm here, it's going to be amazing. Now you can do the work, or it's going to go away. So, Warren, for for someone who's who's been thinking about it, they're listening to this. They're like, man, I wanted to write a book. How do you write a book? How do you start? I um I actually hired uh, a writer, so I kind of talked writer. my way through it. Yeah. Okay. So what we did is um last year I would get to the office a little earlier than I normally would uh -huh. before anybody was expecting me to be there, and um uh, I kind of came up with like ten topics, and uh, so you were talking to them, they're writing it, they're writing it, right? And then Perfect. what I did is I went back to kind of put me in it because even when they wrote it, I just didn't hear me. I only heard what they basically heard out yeah. of me. So just putting more substance in it. And that's what that's been tough because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And I really want the book to help people. I don't care if I get rich off of it. I just want to impact and help people. And uh, that I'm just struggling releasing it because I don't think it's good enough. Got yet. you. Now, in part one, we discussed about, you know, all the money you made. You know, you, you invested. You started the business with nine hundred dollars. Uh, you know, you're selling it out of your car. Everything you 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 sold, you reinvested in the business. Tell us a little bit before we end this for few, you know, for entrepreneurs, people who are listening, people who are what how much do you believe in saving and reinvesting? Um, I, that's the only philosophy I have, you know. Um, and it may be Because you say you have zero debt. I have zero debt. So tell me about saving and reinvesting. Tell us and give us a message. Give a message for entrepreneurs or people who want to have their own business. What is your message? Rainy days gonna come. <laughs> rainy day is gonna come you know what i'm saying it's coming baby it's coming you better believe it and it may not be just a rainy day because a lot of times we like to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt oh it's just gonna sprinkle so i don't need this you better be ready for a typhoon <laughs> because it just may come and another one may come after that uh, after you get rained on you know we might get hit with a harvey financially and you need to make sure that you are in the best possible the best uh position possible to withstand that and uh You know, that takes the sacrifices. That takes not going out and doing um, 
you know, the, the recklessness, the reckless things. And those are some things I did as well because it was like I never had nothing and yeah. I got it. And it was like, okay, this is stupid. Like, let's get back to focusing on the, the like what really matters here. So what do you do? Like, I mean, how do you do it? How do you save money? I mean, what do you, like, how does She's Happy here and Warren both save money? We just can, you, to, can you share a little bit? Uh, ideally, man, we just try not to spend it. Uh, Adrian, uh, our finance guy, he's a tight. That's my okay. guy. He's super tight. So uh, we try our best not to spend. Y'all have him. like a savings account for She's Happy here that you put it in, and yeah, so yeah, you, we so have you like can reserves. Open up new stores, right, and stuff right. Like that. Yeah, we just and when when, when uh, Harvey happened, you know, we were closed for ten days. I mean, I'm, I don't know how long were you closed for? Like three days. Three days. Yeah. Well, I mean, Harvey happened, so we were closed on the twenty sixth. Well, I'm sorry. It was not ten days. It was it was six days that we were closed for. Right. Because some of the areas we can't even we couldn't even get over there. So you were closed for three days. There's no revenue. You still got to pay the people. Yeah, and we were getting broken into. We were getting burglarized during oh, yeah. Harvey as well, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you still got to pay them, and that's the thing too. When you understand, like you got so many people that you have to feed, so many families that you're responsible for. You have to save um, because it's gonna come. Those rainy days, <laughs> the rainy, ago, yeah. they go come. You know, Warren, we have this in common also because I strongly believe in saving, saving and invest, save and invest, save and invest. I, I, I advocate the Acorn for personal all the time. Acorn should pay me by now because you know, <laughs> I mean, I tell so many people about that, but uh, you know, Acorn is something that that they will uh, invest your spare change. Mm. So when you take a debit card or credit card and the bill is four four thirty two, they'll take the 68 cents and invest for you. Oh, wow. And every week, you know, money goes in there and I'm a strong believer of that personally. And and I do the reserve too. So our company, whatever we make, we don't spend it. We, we put it in the reserve. So, you know, just to rebuild, grow, invest. It's so important for future entrepreneurs to, to learn that. Warren, I really appreciate you coming over here. I have three questions for you left, and and I know your time is valuable. Number one, what is a question that you wish someone would ask, but no one ever asked you? Hmm, what's a question that someone would ask and no one ever asked me? Um, man, I don't know. I don't know about that. Something one. you say, man. I wish they would have asked me this. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm usually so open to anything and looking forward to getting anything. Um. I, I'd, I'd like to definitely touch on, like you said, uh, and it's one thing that I, did, I didn't know in business going into it, and maybe this is a something I don't know how to form it as a question, yeah. but starting a business, you have to understand as an entrepreneur, the goal can't be to get paid a lot of money. It has to be to build value in your business. And if you come in looking at that aspect of it, saving's easier then, right? Yeah. Because you know that... I'm not even here to get paid a lot. I'm here to build value because companies come, companies go. And if I want to sell, if I got all the income in my pocket, it doesn't help me it doesn't help at all. And when I got to build or scale up, I got to go dig in my pocket rather than if I would have left it in the business, it would be a lot easier. So It'll I think that one. So that's, that's a good one. Now tell me three things you would like to share with the world. Maybe a future generation, maybe other people who are listening, you know, uh, something that you believe in and something that you will leave a message for people. Um, inspire people. That's number one. Okay, just, number, yeah, number number one, one is just inspire people, man. Show love. Um, I think that's easy. I don't care what you're in. If you inspire people and you show love, um, I, I'm a firm believer that it'll come back to you. Um, number two is um, self accountability. Accountability. <laughs> accountability. Self accountability. Uh, I think you always got to be looking at yourself in every situation. 
um, try I try my best not to point fingers at people because in any problem I have in business and life, if I look long enough, it's my fault. Yeah. So uh, I think self accountability is big, and I know a lot of days people just want to kind of point and change, blame on everybody. Always be accountable for yourself. Uh, and number three is always evolve. Like evolve. you should you just evolve, and I, you you always need to get better. You should not be the same person you were last year. I just don't believe in that. You should be better physically. You should be smarter. Um, and you should learn from all the losses that you took. I love it. Inspire people, show love, self-accountability. You are the one to blame, you know, account for yourself and evolve, yeah. continue evolving. Man, that is awesome. That's great. That's powerful. You just heard it from Warren Brodnick's powerful, powerful messages. Warren, thank you for coming over here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time from a busy day. And guys, this one was a great one for you to hear. This concluded part two of episode number 10. I really appreciate it that you tuned in and listened to Make Shit Happen. If you think this helped or inspired somebody, I would really appreciate it if you share this with your friends, family members, and help me spread the word about this podcast. Make shit happen.